Okay, so we're back. We're going to be talking about Eric Prince, the creator of uh, Blackwater, and what he has to say about Africa. Talk Radio Live in 4K. Prince is talking about being a colonialist again. Absolutely. Yes. When you talk about evil people, this is the kind of evil people you are talking about. This is the colonizer we are talking about. When you say white men, there's a perfect example. Every country that is running very well, these people will go there, destroy there, and later blame the people. Oh, you people cannot govern yourself. Your leaders are corrupt. Your leaders are corrupt. But you corrupted those leaders. Sometimes threaten their life, assassinate them. Kwame Nkrumah, Thomas Sankara, Lalumba, every good people, every good leader in Africa was assassinated by these American people. When you are young, you think America is a good country or hero, da, 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 da. No. Greedy, capitalistic mindset. People. Destroying people's life, putting people in danger, destroying the environment, taking over people, government, spying, corruption, everything come from america these white men the colonizers maybe this is the first time of you hearing this this is what they do they plan they they plan all this and if so many of these countries around the world are incapable of governing themselves then then it's time for us to just put to just to, to put the imperial hat back on to say we're going to govern those countries if you're incapable of governing yourselves because enough is enough we're done being invaded. You can say that about pretty much all of Africa. They're incapable of governing themselves and benefiting their citizens because the governments there are all about looting and pillaging and lining their pockets and going shopping in Paris. Wait a minute, Eric Prince is talking about being a colonialist again. Absolutely, yes. No matter the money they have in their accounts, okay, so, this is what he has to say, all right? And the person who's talking, yeah, they're right. They are right, okay, that uh, Western European powers manipulate these countries through their crooked puppet leaders, okay? And also, this is what also forces... Africans who graduated from college in these countries and they have to go to Western nations to get a, to uh, work because the country's corrupt and they can't get jobs. So what he's saying is true. He is telling the truth about that. All right. However, there's the problem of when African countries get independent, right? There's no longer an excuse. There's no longer that um, it's white Europeans' fault, all right? And I'll show you an example of that. A row has broken out among Nigerian officials over the whereabouts of $700 million allegedly stolen from the country's sovereign wealth fund set up by former President Goodluck Jonathan's administration in 2012. The account was designed to hold excess revenue accrued when oil prices are high. But with crude now below $50 a barrel, managers of the fund are saying they cannot account for several $700 million. The missing funds have become the latest scandal to hit Africa's largest economy. President Muhammadu Buhari believes about $150 million was stolen from the public purse over the past decade. Over the past decade, this has been going on. All right. So even though you've had crooked leaders in power, 
you have to find a way to make sure these leaders don't get back, back in power again or have stiff penalties. That is what has to happen. Okay. Because this is something that keeps happening over and over again. And there has to be, uh, there has to be a solution to this because other countries, they have been poor, but they are thriving like India. Okay. Like Pakistan. So now what? What's going on now? Okay. This is something that has to be looked at and addressed. Okay. Because this type of instability, even when you're independent, is going to feed people like Eric Prince. You know why? Because he's a military contractor, private military con mercenary group. You feed people like him. If you don't get down to business and you don't stand up to your leaders when they're corrupt and make stiff penalties for corrupt African leaders who want to go and join up with white supremacy. Other than that, that's going to keep continuing to happen. But now we're going to be going on to uh, Trump. All right. And before we get into that, We'll talk about the uh, how he's attached to Blackwater, how Trump is attached to Blackwater. Okay, before I get into the story about him with the sneakers, we're going to get into this article right here. talk about this. Trump pardons Blackwater contractors jailed for massacre of Iraqi civilians. Donald Trump has pardoned four security guards from the private military firm Blackwater who were serving jail sentences for killing 14 civilians, including two children in Baghdad in 2007, the massacre that sparked an international outcry over the use of mercenaries in war. The four guards, Paul Slow, Even Liberty, Dustin Hurd, and Nicholas Slayton, were part of an armored convoy that opened fire indiscriminately with machine guns, grenade launchers, and a sniper on a crowd of unarmed people in a square in the Iraq capital, in the Iraqi capital. The Nisqor Square massacre was one of the lowest episodes of the U.S.-led invasion and occupation of Iraq. Slow, Liberty, and Heard were convicted on multiple charges of voluntary and attempted manslaughter in 2014. While Slayton, who was the first to start shooting, was convicted of first-degree murder, Slayton was sentenced to life and the others to 30 years in prison. An initial prosecution was thrown out by federal judge sparking outrage in Iraq, but the then Vice President Joe Biden promised to pursue a fresh prosecution which succeeded in 2015. At sentencing, the U.S. Attorney's Office said in a statement, the sheer amount of unnecessary human loss and suffering attributable to the defendant's criminal record on the 16th of September, 2007, is staggering. After news of the pardon emerged on Tuesday night, Brian Hilberg, a lawyer for one of the four pardoned Blackwater defendants, said Paul Slow and his colleagues didn't deserve to spend one minute in prison. I'm overwhelmed with the emotion of this at this fantastic news. This is disgusting. The pardons as are one of several the U.S. president has granted to American service personnel and contractors accused of convicted, confused, con, accused, I'm sorry, or convicted of crimes against non-combatants and civilians in war zones. In November last year, he pardoned a former U.S. Army commando who was sent to stand trial over the killing of a suspected Afghan bomb maker and a former Army lieutenant convicted of murder for ordering his men to fire at three Afghans. Supporters of the former contractors at Blackwater Worldwide 
had lobbied for the pardons, arguing that men had been excessively punished. This is crazy. Prosecutors asserted the heavily armed Raven 23 Blackwater convoy launched an unprovoked attack using sniper fire, machine guns, and grenade launchers. Defense lawyers argued their clients returned fire after being ambushed by Iraqis insurgents. The U.S. government said in a memorandum filed after the sentencing, none of the victims was an insurgent or posed any threat to the Raven 23 convoy. The memorandum also contained quotations from relatives of the dead, including Mohammed Kenani, whose nine-year-old son, Ali, was killed. That day changed my life forever. That day destroyed me completely, Kanani said. Also quoted in a memorandum was David Pulse Ligo, a retired U.S. Army colonial, who said the massacre was a grossly excessive use of force and grossly inappropriate for an entity whose only job was to provide personal protection to somebody in an armored vehicle. Pulse also said the attack had a negative effect on our mission, an adverse effect. It made our relationship with the Iraqis in general more strained. The FBI investigators who visited the scene in the following days, described it as the Malay Massacre of Iraq, a reference to the infamous slaughter of civilian villagers by U.S. troops during Vietnam War, in which only one soldier was convicted. Blackwater was founded by Eric Prince, whose sister Betsy Dovas was appointed Trump's education secretary. After the convictions, Blackwater, which changed its name to Z, and then Academy, after being sold, said it was relieved that the justice system has completely completed its investigation into a tragedy that occurred at Nisworth Square in 2007, and that any wrongdoing that was carried out has been addressed by our courts. The security industry has involved drastically has evolved drastically since those events, and under the direction of new ownership and leadership, Academy has invested heavily in compliance and ethics programs, training for of our employees, and preventive measures to strictly comply with all U.S. and local government laws. The 14 victims killed by the Blackwater Guards on trial were listed as Ahmed Emetzin, Ahmed Al-Baka, Musani Mossam, Kamand Al-Kazini, Asama Fadil Abbas, Ali Mohammed, Hafedil Abdul Razik, Mohammed Abbas, Mahmoud Qasim, Muhammad Abbas Mahmoud Saadi Ali Abbas Al Qadi Mastag Karim Abir Al Razik Ghania Hassan Ali Abram Abir Ayasa Ayod Said Abatin Uday Ismail Abrim and Mahdi Sabir Nasir and Ali Kali Abdul Hasin. Remember this when uh, Trump is running for president. Okay. Now, these are the type of people that he pardoned. <clears throat> now let's get on to the fact about these uh these shoes. One second. Here we go. Even the sneaker thing. I was on social media last night. Very interesting. As you see, black support eroding from Joe Biden. This is connecting with black America because they love sneakers. They're into sneakers. They love the, you know, this is a big deal, certainly in, in the inner city. So when you have Trump roll out his sneaker line, they're like, wait a minute, this is cool. He's reaching them on a level that defies and is above politics. The culture always trumps politics. And Trump understands culture like no politician I've ever seen. Question for you on that point, though. Yeah. Well if Trump understood culture, he would have uh, stood up for the Central Park Five and apologized for his involvement in fanning the flames of five innocent black boys. People will say, well, well, you know, they, they all got a settlement. That's an apology. You see how white Republicans act? Not all of them. Okay. But the ones who say that, you already know 
what they think of black people. All right. This this shut up, all right? Just shut up about it. Okay, just move on. But if it was five white boys who are wrongly convicted of rape, they wouldn't be saying that. And if a black man was to say, just move on, you know, they got their settlement. That's an apology. And if Trump was to ignore those five white boys, oh, all hell will break loose. But when you talk about this, oh, it's a problem with racist whites in the Republican Party. Okay. That's what it is. They want you to be slaves. The Democrats, you know, they'll try to groom you into slavery. Republicans, straight up, they just want you to be slaves. Shut up. Just be my token black that I could pull out of my pocket. So when anybody calls me racist, I could just say, look, I have a black friend. How could I be racist? That's basically what it is. Okay. And it's an insult. Because this is no better than Joe Biden buying fried chicken for a black family, sitting down with them and trying to look cool and hip to get a black vote. This is pathetic. You notice they would never do this with the Jews, right? They wouldn't do that. Try to insult them with stereotypes. They wouldn't do that. Will the people that are excited about the sneakers and excited about Donald Trump Will that translate into them going out and voting for Donald Trump? Well, anybody willing to put 400 bucks down for a pair of sneakers? Yeah, I think that's commitment and love. I it's something. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's commitment and love. $400. They think all blacks are... Uh, all blacks come from the hood. All blacks smoke blunts. All blacks are crazy for NBA um, athletes or worship celebrities they think all blacks are like that it's insane but let's go even further to show more of the racism of trump and the republican party let's check this out Here we go. Uh, ...statements during his speech that is, again, off the rails. He is slipping away. His grasp on reality is diminished, without a doubt. And I'm going to start with this first one where he gets on stage and says, oh, the, the lights are too bright. All I can see is black people, which... We'll get to with a, a, a very brief video panning to the crowd that is almost exclusively white people. <laughs> but first, watch Donald Trump, characteristically racist, characteristically cognitively uh, diminished. Watch this. Good. These lights are so bright in my eyes that I can't see too many people out there. But... Uh... I can only see the black ones. I can't see any white ones, you see? That's how far I've come. That's how far I've come. That's a long, that's a long way, isn't it? These eyes. Ah, we've come a long way together. Lynn Patton. That's how far I've come that I only see black people. Like it's some bizarro episode or version of the sixth sense. What does it say inherently though, when he's acknowledging how far he's come, that he's there speaking before a black organization, which again, a lot, I don't know if it was most, but a lot of white people in the audience watch this very brief, well, I'll just keep talking while, while we roll the, the clip, but even, screenshots of the audience you could clearly identify some black conservatives ostensibly black conservatives but black individuals attending this event but absolutely there is a a a disproportionate amount of white faces 
there for a gala of black conservatives, don't you think? Uh, here's the next clip, and this is this is really the crux of it: the, the 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 racism, the inherent racism, the latent racism of Republicans. He's going to talk about how he's been indicted one, two, three, four times, and he uh, uh, says goes on to do his many people are saying he doesn't ever identify the many people but that uh, that's why black people like him now because they're in trouble with the law all the time and uh, now he is too and now he's being discriminated against it's an unholy amalgam of look at me this is all about me while trying to in this perverse way uh identify with the these criminal the criminal black element that he's so fond of identifying watch this and then i got indicted a second time and a third time and a fourth time and a lot of people said that that's why the black people like because they have been hurt so badly and discriminated against and that is i saw mugshots with trump and that's supposed to make him feel at home that, well, they treat me like a criminal, they treat you like a criminal. Hey, we got something in common. No, Trump, no. The Republican Party sees blacks as criminals always. As always, they will always see blacks as criminals. No matter if they get a degree, no matter if they, you know, they live a good life, not committing crime, they will still look at blacks as criminals. And it's really insulting how Trump would do something like this. Oh, that's the way. Yeah, I, I could be with the blacks. How about you make an apology to the Central Park Five? That's a way to earn the black vote, Trump. Trump refuses to apologize to them. If things went south and those boys died in prison because you if because you were helping along with the media firestorm. I bet you he still wouldn't apologize. And it's unfortunate the blacks within the Republican Party are too much of cowards to speak up and say, well, Mr. Trump, if you really want the black vote, you should really give those Central Park Five boys that are now men an apology, just a public apology, Mr. Trump, and denounce having friendship with Linda Fairstein. That is something that is common sense to do. I mean, you want to be a man of the people, right? I mean, you are for all lives matter, right? Makes sense, but the Republican Party is not going to do that. And he's too much of a coward to stand up to his white supremacist base within the Republican Party. It's not going to do it. They actually viewed me as I'm being discriminated against. It's, it's been pretty amazing. But it. So for the record, the indictments make people, uh, black people, like him more because they're also in trouble with the law all the time. The, 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 the sneakers make people, black people, like him more because they like the sneakers too. The mug shots. Remember the mug shots? That was also going to be a real vote getter for Donald Trump because of all the legal problems and all the mug shots that black people have taken of themselves. Look, I, I have a fair amount of black friends. None of my black friends have been indicted. None of my black friends, to my knowledge, have been in trouble with the law. It's not the norm. It's not the regular thing. All black people this, all black people that, or at least a high enough percentage that you make it uh, become a stereotype. That, what? But leave it to Donald Trump, that's the way it is. That's the narrative that conservatives want to, 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 to point to, to paint, to create out of whole cloth. And then he ends it with an admonition to the audience, a question to the audience. 
Would you rather have the black president or the white president? Less. Would you rather have the black president or the white president who got 1.7 billion off the price? I think they want the white guy right now. Worst game of would you rather I've ever heard. Look, I'll go back to the question that I started with, and that is, why would a group of black individuals in this country, black voters, identify with Donald Trump, rep Donald Trump, try to further the political career of Donald Trump when he is a clear racist piece of shit? Without doubt. In fact, I'm going to have to agree with him because... When it came to the the, uh, the COVID thing, he was he was really just being awful with it. He was like Kung Flu. I mean, seriously, <clears throat> the China virus. Seriously, if you want to try and bring people together, you're not going to try and divide them and use racial slurs. Okay, you're not going to do that. Outlaw Trump definitely ruled by small hats. He went bankrupt years ago, and he, and the small hats have leased him. Yep, 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 yep. Wilbur Ross saved his butt. Wilbur Ross. Look up Sheldon Adelson too, because he's basically runs the Republican Party. Okay, basically found that out. <sighs> yeah. He's a spoiled brat. Basically, that's what he is. He Trump basically is a spoiled brat. He just, you know, once you get past the bravado, once you get past the uh, the um, uh, all the hype and you see him for who he is, it's like, what are you thinking voting for this man? Yes, Biden is worse. Biden right now is suing Tennessee lawmakers who are preventing people who knowingly have HIV uh, to spread it to other people. Biden, hear me again, Biden is fighting Tennessee lawmakers trying to keep in check people who knowingly have HIV from spreading it. He calls it that's going against their disabilities. So you got to pick your poison. You pick the racist man on the left or you pick the racist man on the right. Or better yet, don't play the game at all. Okay, just worry on stocking up on food and water and provisions because... If Trump gets into office, don't be surprised if he starts using those FEMA camps. Okay, look up Project 2025. Look that up. Trump is a worker. He had he wasn't allowed to pardon himself for the January six uh, protesters. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Okay, there's only so much. I mean, Trump. It, he was somebody that could promote. Uh, he he's basically a promoter. Okay, that's what he could do. He could move, he could shake, but other than that, he is a puppet. That's what he is. He is a puppet of the um, Israel, the Shabbat. People buy his ball, his boss talk nonsense. He's pushing the shot like Biden to this. Uh, all right, yeah. Calls, yeah, yeah. He calls himself the father of it. I am the chosen one, he says. I always wondered why he called himself that. And I know why, because he was picked. Let me play this very brief. It's actually abbreviated. It's like a four minute clip that I've, I've cut down to about a minute and a half from CNN. Uh, explaining his legal troubles going back decades and decades before I was born, Donald Trump discriminating against black renters. In fact, marking on, on rental applications a C for colored people so they wouldn't rent to them. And when they did rent to them, they would put them all in one particular bill. It is disgusting and vile and unforgivable and I use that word uh, in, with intent, it is unforgivable. Yet there are black people out here for whatever reason, and I'll throw this to the, to the, to the, the, the members of my audience who are people of color, 
I want to know from you. But first, a reminder of just how insipidly sinister and racist Donald Trump is. 14,000 apartments in 39 different buildings, all mostly white tenants. That is until the Department of Justice took notice in 1973 and slammed Donald Trump and his father, Fred Trump, with a lawsuit. Trump management was charged with discriminating against African-Americans and breaking federal law. Donald Trump, then just 27, was president of the company. The Department of Justice accused the Trumps of violating the Fair Housing Act, arguing they were turning away renters based on race and color. Who tipped them off? Local activists, so-called testers, posing as potential renters at Trump's buildings, mainly in Brooklyn and Queens. When the black testers came, they were shown, they, they may have been shown apartments, but were told nothing was available. Whereas when the white testers came, yes, there were, were things that were available. That would be the norm. And if the Trumps did rent to a black person, Goldweber recalls, they would do so only at one building in Brooklyn, reserving the other buildings for white tenants. And according to the Justice Department, they even had a secret coding system to do it. A racial code. Here's how. Some of the applications were marked with the C, which we learned that it meant colored, so that the, the prospective tenants who had come in um, were noted to be colored. Yes, you heard her right. The Department of Justice alleged applications submitted by prospective African-American renters were designated with a secret code, such as C for colored, to indicate a black person was looking to rent. This is who he is at his core. This is who his father was at his core, arrested at a, at a KKK riot in the early 1900s. They're racists. So I will throw it to you. If you are a black person in my audience who watches my content any amount of time, What's at play here? What is the impetus? What is the motivation? What is the what are what are these people getting out of? It's certainly not good governance. For me, it, I mean, it must be some gain on a personal level because conservative policies, Republican policies, voter suppression. Uh, I mean, just it is. A panoply. If you've watched my videos for any amount of time whatsoever. Okay, so I have to end it at that. I'm not trying to get in any trouble. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is with Trump because I don't know. I mean, at this point, what's what's the point of being trying to be the president? If you're really a slave, I'm just being honest, because if you dig and you hear him talk about, you know, his presidency and how he flip flops, he talks like someone who is not in charge. So what's it really for Trump anyway? Is the fact that he's in too deep? Is it the fact that, you know, he's owned by Israel down to his in-laws? Go do a reason. You look into his cabinet. Every last one. Is a small hat down to his in-laws. His kids are married into them. His kids. All right. It's that bad. I I wouldn't I would not want to be in president in Trump's shoes. Okay? I wouldn't. I wouldn't even want that for my worst enemy. To have someone have that much power over you to the point where your own family your kids. Right? It's that much of a death grip on you. It's wild, man. It's wild. Okay. <clears throat> and let's see how he treats black Republicans. Let's see how he treated Tim Scott. Let's check that out.
second. I mean, just talk about just humiliation. Just look at this. Just, just, just look at this. Fair use. I mean, did you ever think that she actually appointed you, Tim? You must really hate her. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh oh. <laughs> I just love you. No, that's that's why it's a great. I mean, did you ever think that she actually appointed you, Tim? You must really hate her. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh-oh. <laughs> I just love you. No, that's that's why he's a great politician. Man, when I tell you that, that shit irked me to my core. Like, that man literally sat there and called you a snake. He insulted you in your face and you just smiling and laughing i just love you i don't even think about one thing when i saw that got nails for breakfast what's the matter why are you so honored you miss me oh, oh yes sir. i miss you like a like a that is a lot of Repub black republicans in the republican party they are steven from Django. okay well, uncle ruck is from boondocks but it's just really just this is the Django vibes here. Oh, Miss Fly, like a, like a, a baby. Miss Mamma Titty. <laughs> Sheesh. And here's another one, too. They'll find somebody to wear those. Ugh. Oh, boy. They will always find somebody, somebody to play his foolishness off. Second on second. You'll always find a black person on the right to do this. Trump has his own shoe. Yo, tell me about those little bro. This is the first look at Trump's shoes right here. Crazy. Let me see the size. Donald Trump has his own shoe. Young and intelligent man, black man voting for President Trump. No, young slave. That's what it is. Young slave. Oh, this is the first look at Trump's shoes right here. Crazy. Let me see the size. Donald Trump has his own shoe. Yo, tell me about those a little bit. You know anything about Bro, them? These right here, the friends and family. There's only 50 pairs made right here. All gold. You got the gold lace tips as well. Super fire. And low key, they're actually very comfortable. First time. Wow. Ah. <sighs> Just to humiliate yourself to wear these shoes. And I don't think this, this, this black person comes from the hood. It's real sad, man. It's, it's just. It's a sad thing. It really is. So. We've talked about Eric Prince and wanting to colonize Africa and Latin America. But let's see who else is trying to colonize Africa. Let's talk about the Chinese. Let's get into that.
were the words in a message copied and pasted across Facebook in October 2022. Nigeria Customs refers to the Nigeria Customs Service. Nigeria's diplomatic ties to China dates back to 1971. On the Chinese loan issues that have been a source of controversy over the years, Nigeria's President Muhammad Buhari has dismissed claims that China's loans are a trap. But public debate about Nigeria's indebtedness to China continues. So how did the conversation make the leap from debts and loans to the Chinese government building police stations in Nigeria and taking over its custom service? So let's see if Alwal Okui, researcher and community manager, Africa Check, can help us sift through this. So tell me, Alwal, did China really build a police station in Nigeria? Thank you, Rita, for having me. Um, um, you know, first, you know, one of the first things that we, we noted when we investigated this is that um, none of the Facebook messages um, explain how or where this uh, information was was obtained. Um, and, and generally, when, when you see that, that kind of lack of detail, it is often a sign that um, the, the, the claim is false. You know, at, at least that that should have been uh, a mention of where of the location, or, you know, where the, this police station has been is uh, is being built, or uh, you know, some form of uh, evidence that uh, the customs has been taken over. You know, it, it just seemed like the the posts were essentially just uh, meant to um, you know sort of stir up some debate or uh, probably mislead the public. Now, aside from checking the page for evidence, what other things did you consider when you fact-checked the claim? We checked, um, you know, to see if if there are uh, any reputable news organizations, uh, you know, from whether uh, locally or internationally, that uh, you know published anything that is um, even remotely uh, similar to the claim. You know, I mean, considering the kind of uh, claim it, it is, it is something that would have been reported by local and international media if it was true. And and, and we obviously we didn't find any any reputable uh, organization uh, reporting that. And 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 also it, it's also important to note that uh, even uh, we we did find that. Uh, you know, local media uh, also reported that the Chinese government has even denied uh, um, that claim. Uh, they have denied uh, the claim that uh, China is building. We all know when China denies something like this, they're lying. Sorry, but you have people living in China and China is very much for their people. Okay. You have Chinese hospitals here, Chinese hospitals in Nigeria. Um, and in police station in Nigeria. So what was your verdict? Our verdict is, is, is that information uh, is uh, completely false. And, and of course, and additionally, we even did check uh, the Chinese government website uh, to see if there's any sort of evidence that, uh, and we, still found nothing now what is the harm in such a claim going around and getting traction on social media so if, if you look at this claim you you realize that it, it sort of uh, aligns with some long-standing rumors about chinese loans and china taking over uh, countries that default and 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 so you realize that uh, and there has also been debates about um, Nigeria's debt profile it, it it's sort of uh in that that could you know create fear or incite the public uh, against the government and and that that's why it, it really needs to be debunked sorry but uh <laughs> that's uh that's pretty much the truth okay when it comes to that, a lot of people would like to deny that, but it's um, pretty much the truth. Even in, uh, like I said, in Nigeria, 
is pretty much a corrupt country. Okay, and people are very much paid off. When it comes to those things, when it comes to uh, getting the truth out there. All right. Here we go. This is why I say what I'm saying. Chinese are not building their police station here, even in Asaba. And they don't want you, uh, they don't want their citizens to stay in the same cell with you. They are building, Chinese has police station here in Nigeria, building their own Chinese police station. And people want to get mad with about TikTok, but TikTok is where you're getting most of the uncensored news when they try to shut things down. Look at how Africans have sold their soul to Jesus. You sold your energy to Jesus. You sold your common sense to Jesus. You sold your land to Jesus. That is why when you sell your land, a land here that was prevented to you by your ancestor. You know that so basically right here, um, I agree with the fact of Nigerians selling out, but religion is not the problem here. It's your greedy leaders, okay? And your you know, your greedy leaders and the people who are behind them, okay, China bribing them, it's common sense, okay, that the Chinese are bribing Nigerian leaders to get their way. Religion has nothing to do with it. You want to handle the problem once again, you have to put your foot on your leader's necks. Do whatever you have to do to get them to do right by you. Simple as that. Like I said, what did I just say? That um, Nigeria is a corrupt country. And they were, you just saw a news, um, a news segment where they were lying and saying that, no, you know, oh, you know, there, there's no police stations here. There's no police stations in Nigeria, Chinese police stations. There was Chinese police stations in New York. That's why I'm saying he's lying. They had a story about that a couple of years, uh, well, uh, two years ago. So you know what's going on. It, this is not a joke. And I said they have hospitals in, in Nigeria, and only Chinese people can be in those hospitals. There's something else that the Chinese are doing. Chinese men. Check it out. Second. Give me one minute.
come back. Miners are involved in an illegal gold rush that's stripping the country of a precious resource. It's destroying farmland and wrecking livelihoods. They have destroyed my future now. That's my daughter gives birth. Yeah, we discover, say, the child with Chinese. No black couple, two free born white. So my daughter in was they reject the Chinese baby. So I decide, say, I go take care of the boy. My daughter talked me, say, one of the Chinese miners for the area way pregnant. We tried trace in Chinese father. But as government that I'm saying crack down stats, we know if you find out. <laughs> They always they ask of him father when they watch TV. If you see white man pet, then they ask my father that. Raising coffee be hard. School fees, head and body lotions all be expensive. When we too, we old, so it'll be easy to us. My daughter Amma will be happy like the way she did before. She always they ask of him for peace. Usually at the talk come say he go come back from China, then his father will provide them everything she they lack now. But he do as they make very quiet. That he mood they worry me, pa. If it happen like that, then I make confused. If my Chinese fiance can, I go make a sick of the people where they laugh as to be ashamed. So that those who they laugh me say, I go pray give Chinese man who run his name. It's sad. This is what's going on in China. This is what they're doing. Coming to China, I'm saying, coming to, uh, Africa, creating single moms and leaving. Some of these Chinese men are even beating to death their African workers if they ask for their pay. This is something that is... Uh, it's real tragic. Okay. And it gets worse. Brother Joshua Mapanga is pointing out something that he had noted. Fair use. This, that's happening uh, with Chinese that's coming into the African continent. I want you to listen to what's actually happening, all the Chinese men that's being sent to the continent and what their strategy is while sending all these men to the African continent. Let's roll that. The Chinese are not just here to expand land issues. They are here to reorganize a population uh, preservation of their own nation in other countries they're overpopulated now so they're pushing some of them here not only that it's also a 30-year plan to take over certain parts of africa so the prisoners that are being sent here to come and work they don't bring their wives they come alone so of the 153 chinese that have come with the three, four, five, eleven billion investment, that number could be much more. All of them are bachelors. The only few executives have brought their wives, but the rest are prisoners and bachelors who now are making children in Africa. And these children will be Chinese and African, but being African, these children are Chinese. 
So it's a type of uh, breeding out a nation, breeding out a group of people. You know? Europeans have done the same thing. They've done it to, you know, the British against the, uh, what is it? Remember that movie Braveheart? Forgot the, the names of the tribes. But the tribe that uh, William Wallace was trying to fight, they were trying to do that to them. <clears throat> William Wallace was trying to fight the, uh, I believe, the, the, the British that were trying to breed them out. He was trying to fight them. It's a tactic. But is Africa willing to fight up, fight against that? Are they willing to put up a fight? That is the that is the uh, that is the issue. Are they willing to put up a fight when it comes to that? Anyway, all right. So we got I got another story. It's a really wild story right here. Put it up here. Something straight out of cyberpunk, I'll tell you that much. Check it out. ...of the Japanese organized crime syndicate, Yakuza has been charged by U.S. prosecutors with conspiring to traffic nuclear materials from Myanmar to other countries. Well, prosecutors in Manhattan say that in early 2020, the accused gangster Takeshi Ibisawa conspired to transport material containing uranium and weapons-grade plutonium. Officials say that they brought the charges against Takeshi Ibisawa after he boasted to an undercover drug enforcement officer of having access to large quantities of nuclear materials that he sought to sell. Ibisawa allegedly sent a series of photos of rocky substances next to the counters that measured radiation levels. According to the U.S. Department of Justice, the U.S. worked with Thai authorities to seize the nuclear samples which were subsequently transferred to America's law enforcement custody. According to the court documents, 60-year-old Japanese national and another co-defendant, Somshop Singh Shari, were previously charged two years ago in April with international narcotics trafficking offenses. Like I said, this is something off. Of, this could be an inspiration for a um, <laughs> a Netflix movie. I'll tell you that. That's wild, man. That is wild. Okay. That's something that uh, I swear I was like, am I re am I reading a script for a video game? That's what I was thinking about. The scary thing is, you know, um, what if these migrants are able to smuggle that over here? And I'm not talking about the Latinos. You know, you have Asians coming over here, Asian migrants from China. Who's to say some Chinese triads can't work out a deal with the Japanese Yakuza and try to bring over you know, nuclear materials over here. Who's to say that can't happen? All right. Last story, we're going to be talking about uh, the first human with a Neuralink brain trip. Controlling computers. Last story. First human with neuralic brain trip can now control computers with his mind. The first human to be implemented with a neuralink brain trip can now control computers with his mind, according to Elon Musk. Musk disclosed that an X space 
Spaces event that the first human patient to receive the controversial brain implant had fully recovered from the surgery and is now controlling a mouse around the screen just by thinking. Great Game India reports, according to a recent study by experts at Stanford University, it suggests that Apple's Vision Pro may rewire the brain. The patient is making good progress and appears to have fully recovered with no side effects that we are aware of. The patient can simply think to move a mouse around the screen, Musk said to ex-users in spaces on Monday evening. Let's hear what they have to say. Another question. Um, do you have any updates on the, uh, the Neuralink patient? Um, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to use this uh, to sort of break, break major news on, on that. But yeah, no worries. Progress is good. Pro yeah, progress is good. Uh, patient seems to have made a full recovery uh, with neural effects that we're aware of. Um, and um, is able to control the mouse, move the mouse around the screen just by thinking. Um, so we're, we're trying to get as many um, button presses as possible from thinking. So that's what we're currently working on is, um, you know, can you get left mouse, right mouse, like mouse down, mouse up, mouse, you know, left mouse, you know, sort of left, left button down, left button up, uh, which is like kind of needed, like if you want to like click and drag something, you need the sort of mouse down and to hold on mouse down. And then there's, uh, you know, we want to have obviously more than just two buttons. Um, so, so we're, we're trying, trying to make progress on that front, but overall it's looking, looking very good. According to Musk, Neuralink's goal is to increase the patient's mouse click volume. In January, Neuralink successfully implanted its brain chip into a human after receiving approval in September for human trials. Patients with quadriplegia brought on by amyotropic lateral cirrhosis or cervical spinal cord injuries may benefit from the potentially life-changing technique. Neuralink has dubbed the experiment of the PRIME study an acronym for precise robotically implanted brain-computer interface to, to evaluate the device's functionality and investigate the safety of its chip and surgical robot. According to a September statement from the business, the brain chip grants people the ability to control a computer cursor or keyboard using their thoughts alone. <sighs> what are your thoughts about this? Okay, because this could be very beneficial to the military and very detrimental to civilians. If you want, if they could just put out an assassin and just be like, okay, that person, the target that we want you to take down, they're in this car right here, a Tesla, just shut down the car. All right. When it's about to make a U-turn, trying to avoid an accident so they could be in an accident, it could be fatal. It could it could be a lot of things, all right. They could shut down countries, shut down Wi-Fi. Let me know what you think in the comments. Other than that, this is it for me. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Let me know what you think in the comments. What are your thoughts about this? Later. <laughs>